Welcome back to the Happy Hippie Podcast. My name is Amanda McCormick. I am your host. This is a show that aims to explore all the areas in life that contribute to bringing you greater happiness, whether it be wellness topics, products, methods, talking about different mindsets, talking about things mentally, physically, or spiritually. We believe that happiness is a journey and that this podcast is here to help navigate you through that journey. Today's episode came to me because I realized I talk about one thing a lot on a lot of my episodes, and that's books. I talk about probably two of the books that I'm going to talk about in today's episode. You have heard me talk about a lot if you've listened to my other episodes. Books are amazing. Guys, be a nerd. I can credit a lot of things I've learned in life to experience, to other people, to taking courses that I paid a lot of money for, for going to school that I paid a lot of money for. But to be honest, some of the books I'm going to talk about that cost $9 taught me more about life than a lot of these things. I thought this was going to be hard, but I narrowed down my top five books. I have two big bookcases in my room. I looked at them. I had the idea for the episode. I said, okay, five, (laughs) because I can do so many. So I said, let's pick five books that I have read cover to cover that I would recommend to anybody in a heartbeat. When people ask me questions, when it comes up in conversations, what books do I reach for? And I I picked these five books, man, world record, the amount of time I was like, like picking the books out of the shelf, like dust flying out, (laughs) moving these books. I picked five so quick because truly these books, one of them is a fun book. It's like a story. And the other four are a little bit more um, mindset and like pretty life-changing, but like fun to digest and read. Um, It just, I, I picked them so quick. And I think they're the right books. I could have added more. I could have added a sixth, a seventh, but we're going to leave it with these top five because truly I recommend them to everybody, everybody. And you're going to recommend them to everybody too. That being said, if you like this episode, please let me know. I have more books. I can do a part two. When I do this episode, we're just going to do the five books. There's no ranking like number five, number four, top three. They're just five books that I truly think all kind of hang around that number one spot. I'm also thinking of doing an episode or a segment in an episode where I share the books that are recommended to me that I haven't read yet. So if you have any book recommendations or anything that comes up during this episode, open up your Instagram, DM me, happy holistic hippie on Instagram. Let me know your favorite book. Um, It could be a fantasy book. It could be a mindset book, anything, something that you're like, you have to read this. This is going to add value, entertainment, education, something wonderful to your life. So I want to hear from you too. I'm going to share my five, but please let me know your favorite books as well. Jumping right into this episode, the first book I'm going to share is a little bit more practical. It was a book that I I read through pretty fast, and I feel like the person who wrote it comes from having more of a left-sided brain, which is very analytical, very logical, very outlining, like point A, point B. I have more of a right-side brain, which is a little bit more of like the artsy, creative, like woo <laughs> type brain. And usually when people write books more of that style, like in the right-side brain area, I... I just, it's easier for me to digest. This book was written in more of like the left side brain kind of vibe. And it was easy for me to digest. And because the information was just so great and the way that he broke it down truly made me go like, whoa. So it was concepts I've heard of, but his way of breaking it down just made it so easy to digest. I say it a lot, even teaching yoga classes, teaching fitness classes, sometimes the way somebody can phrase a cue. So a cue would be a way to visualize a muscle working or like a tip to help you out. So an example, like a cue for a squat would be think about pressing your heels into the floor. Like you want to push the floor away from you. So that's a cue, like a visualization or something that like makes it click that moment where you're like, and it, it makes sense. This guy, when he wrote this book, he took topics and things I thought I understood, or maybe even things I didn't understand, and he just made it really click for me. So this is one of the only books that I read where stuff that was very left-sided brain 
it, it worked for me. And I, I was like, wow. So I felt like not broken because part of me thought like, oh, I'm just not good at these things. I can't do them. That's hard for me. And then I read this book and I was like, hold on. He made science and this topic a lot easier for me to understand. So it's a book that has been talked about a lot. It's called Atomic Habits. Um, it's it's everywhere, but I do really want to recommend it because it is so useful in so many different ways for myself, my personal life, for my business, and for the way I literally coach. Because part of my coaching has to do with habits, has to do with making routines, making fitness, nutrition, mindset, all these things stick. So me learning it personally, me learning it on a business scale, and me learning it for other people, like it was very important for me to get this <laughs> get this right, pretty much. And this is my top book. I want to share some of my key takeaways from this, but the book basically provides strategies and like different insights to help you create positive habits and how to break bad ones. So it's like two for one, how to create new habits, how to break bad ones, and ultimately how to how this leads to personal growth and success. He shows like correlation and like all this stuff, but it's easy to digest. There was graphs and stuff in there, but like I am not a math girly, let me tell you that. And I just really like the way he broke down mathematical concepts, um, concepts of like why doing this small task is going to lead to something big. Like he just broke it down so well. I won't spoil the whole book. I just want to do like little takeaways and some lessons that I learned, but the way he writes it and the pages surrounding these lessons, I would recommend reading the book because I found them very insightful and I found that he gives tons of examples and ways to really help you like digest it better. The whole point of the book, atomic, the word atomic meaning small, is to focus on smaller habits. So he basically emphasizes the power of small habits and how they can compound, just like compound interest pretty much, over time to create significant change in your life. And he gives other tips as well. So one of them that I wrote down that I really liked is ways to make habits obvious. So making them more visible and obvious in your day to day. Um, I know that sounds very easy. Like, of course, I want it to be obvious, but he gives examples like using visual cues and how to like design your environment to help you with good habits. I bet you've seen things on TikTok where they're like, okay, so you're going to meditate five minutes after you like drink your coffee or you're going to put your glass of water out by your bed so you see it. It's like little things like that. And he gives tons of examples that just like really helped me. He talks about habit stacking and habit tracking, which were two concepts I never knew until this book. So habit stacking is similar to like what I was just saying with putting like a glass of water by your bed. It's creating links in your brain, like kind of moving little things around so just synapses in your brain like can create new patterns. So it's involving your new habit that you're trying to bring in by like kind of linking it and attaching it to an existing one. So almost like piggybacking off your existing habits and ways that it'll make it easier for you to incorporate it in your daily routine. And then he gives different ways of tracking your habits to like allow you to monitor your progress and stay accountable. And those really help. And I've used a lot of those with my clients when it comes to like personal training and nutrition. And then he also gives some other ways to kind of just help get the ball rolling. So he has like a two minute rule that's really interesting, which it's about doing habits that only take two minutes to complete. It almost like makes your brain think you're doing something wrong because you're taking such a big habit, a big goal. A lot of the time we visualize things so big that it's overwhelming. I know I do. Sometimes I have so many tasks that I'm like, I can't do this. Like I have so much to do. But by breaking it down to something really small, which he gives like really good examples about it can make you actually do it he has tons of other things but I just think it's truly a great book there's other habit books there's one other habit book out there I like as well but I I think this was just better to read it, it just broke down so much better and I really do recommend it so if you're struggling with trying to create habits trying to break old habits trying to get things to stick if you find yourself in the cycle of oh I'll start Monday next week 
that type of vibe, this book is really good for actually getting into your head. It gives you like little examples to do. I think I read it over like a week or so and I can honestly reread it and I think it would help me again. So if you're looking for that or if you're looking for ways to just feel empowered or like inspired by yourself or help other people, like if you're in a profession where you're trying to help people create new habits in any form or way, this is a really good book to have in your arsenal. Now, the next book, oh, maybe I'm impartial. Remember I said like all five of these books aren't number one, but I find that when I recommend books to people, it's usually always this one. And I've mentioned it so many times in other episodes. So sorry, actually not. Like if you really haven't bought this book, it is the best book. It is the most affordable book and it is the shortest amount of pages with the most amount of wisdom. I bought a copy for the retreat center I work at. I literally gift it to people. I think I've literally gifted it to people who like don't want to read it. I'm like, you need this. Not in a bad way, but like it will transform your life. It is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. This book, like a broken record, it's basically a book that explores ancient Toltec wisdom and offers practical guidance for what they call personal freedom, personal happiness, and I would say like authentic living tips. So it's four not rules, but just four pieces of advice. That's what the book is. That's why it's so short, but that's why it's so impactful. It's just four simple pieces of advice that you can apply in every situation that you can always come back to. In some of my latest episodes, I've talked about um, the choose again method, which is a method from Gabby Bernstein that kind of helps you create new patterns in your brain when you catch yourself talking bad about somebody else or talking bad about yourself or just having those negative thoughts. You can always take a pause and then choose a new thought or choose an affirmation to replace it with. These four agreements are things that I always find myself like sticking in back into my head when I say something or I realize like I'm taking an action that's not really aligned with what I want to be doing. I pause and I tell myself one of the four agreements because they're so impactful and the more you use them, the better your life literally gets. I'm not going to spoil all of them. One of them, I've spoke about it before too. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. So that's what I mean by you can always come back to the agreements in your head. Like if you're getting in your head about something that somebody's saying to you, I can always come back to the agreement of don't take anything personally because it helps me understand that like what others say and they do is a reflection of their own belief, like their own perspectives. And I don't have to let their words and actions affect my self-worth. And I feel like I was able to say that really quickly right now, but it's because I read this book and I reread the book like once a year, I swear, like every year I pick it up again. I, I flip through at least one of the chapters. I'll read it on the last time I read it was on the plane in Maui, like two months ago. So I'm constantly going back to this book. And because I've read it so many times, because I've practiced it, I can like shoot out the answers. I can repeat them really easily, but that's how easily it comes into my mind. It's almost like second nature now. So I'd really recommend that book. It's one of my absolute favorites. He also has another book called The Mastery of Love. So it's like the sequel. I was trying not to like say any other book recommendations because I'm already giving you five, but The Mastery of Love kind of like ties in with it. So if you really enjoy The Four Agreements, he has a bunch of books, but The Mastery of Love is like one of my favorites. That's very similar to what he speaks about in the book and it will also shape your life and transform you. So the book that was my gateway, like my gateway drug into improving my life in any form or way is number three, You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. I should reread it. I literally have not read it, but all I know is that's the book that started everything. I still have my copy that I bought in 2018, and that's the book that pushed me into self-development, pushed me into spirituality. It pretty much got me into crystals like a bunch of stuff stemmed from this book because besides the book being amazing the back of the book has a glossary of like 20 recommended readings which 
I honestly, I think the four agreements is one of them. And I think the book I'm going to talk about next is also one of them, but there was tons of books that I was thinking about adding to this list that are in the back of that book. So you are a badass by Jen Sincero. Amazing book, <laughs> amazing glossary in the back. It was like the catalyst for my self-discovery. I, I attribute it to like everything. After I read that book, that's when I started traveling. That's when I started taking new opportunities. That's when I started, I became a personal trainer. It took me down the rabbit hole of becoming a yoga teacher. It took me down the rabbit hole of starting my business. All of all of that jazz truly came from like the way that she wrote this book. The book is, it is like a self-help book, I guess. And I feel like that's, I bought it and I remember it was sitting in the back of my car and I had such a resistance to picking it up because I was like, I don't need help with anything. And it just, it really helps with mindset shifts. It helps you with, so many things she covers so many topics in this book she's like she just glazes the surface of things but it's just what you need to hear to like push you to make change so it offers like practical advice different like inspiring stories um and different exercises to help the readers pretty much like in her words like unleash your inner badass but it's basically how to create a life you love like how to get through the blockages that you're having in all these different areas she hits money she hits your love life she hits your self-doubt she hits all of the negative self-talk that you have in your mind and she does it in a very comical way which is why I think it was very well received to me when I read it at like 19 because I wasn't looking to read like some spiritual text or something but the way she wrote it she was using like examples of like her old party stories and like fun stuff like that it's a really fun read but you do get a lot out of it so I think this is a good book to give somebody, but give it to yourself, but give it to anybody else. And it's a very good book to read in terms of it's not too heavy to take on, but it talks about things that will change your life. Like she, she does it in such a funny, cute way. But then at the end of it, you're like, damn, she really made these points. And I really kind of want to change now. Some of the takeaways that I have from this book, one of them is she basically tells you how to take responsibility for your life, which a lot of the time when things are going wrong, we we have that victim mindset. We really start to blame other people. And she doesn't do it in like a mean way where she's like, mm -hmm, take responsibility. But she kind of like emphasizes that like the choices you make and the responsibility that you have and like taking ownership of your actions can help you create the life that you desire. So she doesn't like wag the finger at you. I really appreciated how she like wrote that. I remember it really spoke to me. She talked a lot about overcoming self-doubt like the importance of almost letting go of self-limiting beliefs and how to embrace the mindset of like self-confidence which is very impactful for anybody to read it and I think at 19 it was a great book for me to read because she also gives you strategies on how to, how to like overcome fear and like self-doubt and she ties it into like achieving your goals so I think the way she formats the book like she's constantly tying it into like you're not broken like these are just ways to help you elevate you know like it, it didn't make me feel like I was reading a self-help book which is again why I had resistance to even picking it up I didn't want to be told like everything you're doing is wrong because it, it's not true everything you're doing isn't wrong but sometimes I feel like we have a stigma about like self-help books it's going to be like that I just enjoyed a lot of her book her money mindsets were really good and one of the biggest things that I think I ever took away from it was how to stop using self-deprecating humor I have never, I have not made a joke about myself in like five years in the terms of like, I'm a mess. Like I don't do any of that anymore. And it stemmed from this book. I remember I had the biggest resistance to it because I was like, no, I'm funny. <laughs> like I'm a funny, like, of course I'm going to make myself the butt of the joke. Like half of my jokes are about like how crazy and dysfunctional my life is. And like, I would tell everybody all my crazy stories and like how I'm a mess and how of course it would happen to me. And like, 
then I would live it. Like I would just continue living like in the mindset of I'm a mess. Like, of course, on the brunt of the joke, like subconsciously. So at first I had resistance to that, but that was the biggest, like when I think about that book, besides like the money mindset and the confidence and a lot of the inspiring things, she taught me to stop making fun of myself. And it took me a while to do it, but like by like 21, I like cut it. Like I stopped making jokes about myself and I, I refuse to talk bad about myself ever. So I would recommend that book if you're trying to step out of your comfort zone, if you want to embrace opportunities for growth, if you want to learn how to create the life that you desire, if you have, if you want to learn how to like improve your money management, achieving your goals, overcoming fear, self-doubt, and how to almost like create a life where you're surrounding yourself with positive influences for mindset and success, that's going to be the book for you. Okay, we're on to our final two books. This was the book that I think I think it's in the back of You Are a Badass. It's one of them. Um, and it's also a book that you've probably heard of or you've heard of this author before and his like main book, but A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Oof. This one's going to take you out of the park. This one's going to give you not a scary existential crisis, but like in a good way, it's going to make you go, oh my goodness, like I have been almost living like asleep like you're driving behind the wheel and you're like you know when you zone out like you know when you're driving and all of a sudden you just get where you were and you were like I literally (laughs) I was a little dangerous like I literally don't remember any of that like now I'm here it kind of puts that lens on your life for you in a good way because it wakes you up to kind of like change it tells you about your ego basically and your ego isn't what you think it is like before reading this book which I also read I think I might have been 19 or 20 um your ego I used to think when people like oh you have a big ego people are full of themselves Ego is a totally different concept. It's, it doesn't have to do anything with that, really. Your ego is more of like your unconscious self, the self that's trying to protect you from things. And you're living in these patterns all the time, which is your mind trying to like protect you, which holds you back, you know, trying to protect you from things you fear, which is going to keep you in your comfort zone. It's trying to keep you in your box, like keep you really stuck to your identity. Like I am this, I am like, I work here. I'm a mother. I, I'm a sibling. I do this like, and it keeps you in your identity. It doesn't let you step outside your identity. Again, I think in my last episode, I spoke a little bit about like fear, how our mind wants to kind of keep us where we are, but not in a bad way. Like it's doing it because it wants to protect us and you can say thank you and then like choose the next thought. This book will help you with that. So if that thought resonated with you in the confidence episode that I did last week, this book is going to be great for you as well. His main book is called The Power of Now, which talks a lot about the present moment. This book also dwells on the present moment and he emphasizes the importance of being fully present and how to fully be aware in the moment. So if you're into meditation or mindfulness or want to learn more about it, he does cover that in this book. He teaches you how to stop living and how to let go of past regrets and future worries so that you can find peace and fulfillment like here and now, that you can focus on the here and now. He covers the topic of ego, um, basically how anything with ego, living in that fear-based mindset, like leads to struggling, leads to suffering, leads to conflict with other people, with yourself, and all the things he talks about. Long story short, I would say it just allows you to have a deeper and a better sense of self-awareness, how you can be aware of these things and actually change the direction of your life by having the awareness. He talks about breaking negative patterns. So he uses different terminology. So he'll call it like the pain body and the pain body is basically like, it sounds so crazy. You have to read the book, I promise. But we're almost addicted to like our past suffering or we feel like the patterns in our past are the only thing that we know. So it teaches us how to almost like recognize and disidentify from that pain body, like separate yourself from the pain body so that you can actually break free of negative patterns and find peace basically. 
it's profound. I mean, like a lot of people base their books on this book, like on his writing. So I would recommend this book like 100%. I mean, it's in this episode. Of course, I'm recommending it. But like, I just these five books are so great. I I'm, I'm just love them. So if you're trying to be more conscious, if you're trying to be more fulfilled in life, find less suffering. This is a really good book for you. I also want to recommend one thing tied to this book. Every time I mention a new earth, I always talk about this. So Oprah and Eckhart Tolle are like besties. And when this book came out, Oprah did like a series with him where they, it was her radio show, but now it's on her podcast. If you just Google um, whatever podcast you listen to, Oprah Super Soul Podcast. And then other people have also just uploaded it. So if you just type in Spotify, like Oprah and Eckhart Tolle, or if you just type in Oprah, A New Earth, she has a series where she goes through each chapter with Eckhart Tolle. So it's so good to listen to. You don't even have to truly read the book. Like you can read the book. And I think it adds when you read the book and when you listen to these episodes. So you can like read chapter one and then listen to them talk about chapter one. Oprah just asked the best questions. She's like a great listener and she asks amazing questions and his real life answers are so great. And he'll even break down stuff that if you don't understand in the book, he breaks it down. So it's an amazing companion to have. There's so many different versions of it. Like it is on the Oprah Super Soul podcast for sure. And then I've noticed other people have uploaded like their own version of it on Spotify. You can just type in again, Oprah Eckhart Tolle, Oprah New Earth, whatever combination you want to do. It's amazing. And you can even listen to an episode today if you don't have this book. Like they just talk about these topics and like make things click for you so much easier. So not only do I recommend the book, but check out the podcast and the recordings because it's amazing. All right. We made it to the final book. And this one's a fun one. It's a literal story. Like you could read this to a child. It's not like scary. I don't know if any of these books seemed a little bit overwhelming to you because they're more like mindset and like learning about like philosophy and like bigger topics they're all easy to digest if I could read them cover to cover which you guys like I have ADD like I struggle with reading books cover to cover I've read all of these cover to cover within a short amount of time they're great I promise this book is a child story that maybe might be just as profound or more profound as the other books I mentioned so best of both worlds fun fantasy story but you actually learn something and you leave reading that book feeling inspired it is The Alchemist. So this book, it offers such profound insights and inspiration on how to follow your dreams, how to listen to your hearts, and how to discover basically like the true treasures of life. Like it wakes you up, but in like a fun, cute way. So full name of the book is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. So the themes in this book basically translate into real life. You're following the story of a boy. I won't say anything about the book because I want you to read it, but you're following his story and it's really cool. It's really, it's almost like fantasy-esque. It's really awesome. And while he's on this journey in the book, um, it almost emphasizes the importance of pursuing your dream and like listening to the desires of your heart. And it teaches you that when you have a dream that the universe is pretty much going to conspire to help you achieve it. So this is a really great way to kind of like get into the, the concept of improving your thoughts and manifestation, and all that jazz, like how you can live a life and bring it into fruitation and how the world is not working against you. Like once you kind of have your plan of action and start to take those steps, like overcoming fear and taking those little steps, the universe will help you out. And the universe can be whatever it means to you. It talks about embracing the journey. So the steps to get somewhere, how 
you can enjoy the process of pursuing your dreams and learn from the experiences that come up along the way instead of just like waiting to jump from point A to point B. Like there's beauty in the journey. It teaches you how to like listen to your inner calling, like tap into your intuition. The following signs, like following things that you see in life, like anything involving your passions like if you have an urge to do something it's like there for a reason trusting that your inner voice can basically lead you to what your purpose is and almost how to overcome the fear and like face the challenges like head on it teaches you that fear is a natural part of the journey but like it shouldn't hold you back from pursuing your dreams it basically just talks about finding the meaning of life like it's this child it's so great it's a wonderful little story it's fun to read but at the same time it's teaching you literally the meaning of life So it teaches you to basically reflect on what it means to pursue something that's going to give you like that personal fulfillment. I'm going off forever on this one, but it's so good. I think the last point I want to bring up on it is it also teaches you about the interconnectedness of things. That lesson like really stuck with me that everything in the universe or in your world is interconnected and that we're pretty much part of something greater, like a greater whole. It reminds us that We need to have like love and compassion and that there's unity with other people, with the earth, within the environment, with beyond that. So just so many great lessons in that book. And I think it's one of the easiest reads. So if you're trying to read something that's really going to change your life, but you want to have a fun moment with it, like you can read it with a book, um, like some tea at night. Like it's nothing overwhelming. It's a before bedtime book. It's a on the train book. It's a really good story. That's what it is. It's a story, but it means a lot. And the author himself, like he has a really crazy story how he kept trying to sell the book and his story kind of lines up with the story in the book it's like the first few pages he writes about it and it's just really cool like how his journey basically ends up being the journey in the book like the journey of him trying to sell the book it it coincides with what the book's about so it's just really funny I think too so he and he seems like an like he's just like a loving person like you know when you see somebody and you hear them talk and you're just like oh I can feel like their good energy like that's what this author is like too so like supporting him would be like an amazing I mean like this is like a crazy bestseller for like years like (laughs) but supporting someone that the word came from would also be like really awesome so these are my five top books I could go off on more some of the books that these authors have I love other books by them as well if you want more recommendations again Instagram is where to go message me I'll also be leaving my um, Amazon list below because on that list, I put all of the books that I would recommend. So it's a big list. It has like 30 or 40 books. So I'll link it below if you want to check it out. It also has all of these books that I mentioned right at the top. So you can like click on it and get them if you'd like. And you can also explore any of those other books. They're really similar to this genre as well. (laughs) And again, tell me your favorite books or your top five or even just top one. If you have a book that has changed your life, whether it's a fantasy book, fiction, nonfiction, whatever, send it over. I want to share them on my story when this episode posts. I want to like post the episode and then also share some of the other books that are recommended. So shoot me a message. Even if you've never messaged me before, just go for it. Like I... I want to hear from you and then maybe I can get something out of it. Maybe I can share something more with you. So that is it for me. This is a relatively short episode for me, under 30 minutes. Wow, go me. Um, And it's probably the most passionate too, I think. I love books. In the future, we can do more episodes again. Just got to let me know whether it's on a poll or giving me a message. And yeah, I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful day. I'll see you later this week for a meditation and then next week for another talking episode. Bye.